So welcome back, beautiful souls. You're with myself, Hazel Halloy. You are at the episode three of the Reiki Chronicles. And today I am honored to have my guest, Amanda Dahl, Master Reiki Practitioner, Biomagnetic Therapist, and Holistic Health Herbalist. So hey, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Hazel. Hello, listeners. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Amanda. Um, maybe you would like to introduce yourself and then go back to the start of how you found Reiki and your healing journey. Of course. Um, my name is Amanda Dahl, and I live in San Diego, California in the United States. And my husband and I have a healing center called Dahl Holistic Health. But due to um, the pandemic, we actually are working with clients virtually, and we've been working with people all over the world, so it's been very exciting. Um, our Reiki journey started, well, we had Lyme disease. We were diagnosed back in 2013. After 18 years of failing health, the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with us. And it was actually our son being diagnosed with autism that led us to discover that all of us had Lyme disease because the doctor that diagnosed our son said, hmm, it would be interesting to see what happens to the traits of autism once you treat for his Lyme disease. And that was very surprising to us because we didn't know that any of us had Lyme disease. So then we went down the rabbit hole of learning everything that we could about Lyme and we were doing um, natural treatments and um, my husband and son were doing some antibiotics. And one morning my son woke up slamming his chest because he was unable to breathe. He had a rash from head to toe and we realized very quickly that he was having an allergic reaction to one of the medications. So as we were rushing him to the hospital, we, um, we made a pact with God that if he got us through this whole thing, we would spend the rest of our lives helping others to heal from Lyme and whatever illness they had. We had no idea how we were gonna do this. We had no knowledge of the energy healing world. I mean, we had, played with crystals and, you know, oracle cards and things like that, but we really had no idea what was in store for us at that time. And then fast forward about a year later, and we had a massage therapist that was coming to our house to do therapeutic massage and lymph drainage massage on us. And I got up on the table and I think everybody knows what a massage feels like and, and what goes on during a massage, but this was not your typical massage. I was seeing light. I was feeling waves of warmth going through me. I was seeing colors. I was seeing um, things going through my energy field. Like I, now I know it was my energy field, but I was seeing like animals and just all sorts of visions. So when the massage was done and she said, you know, how was your massage? I said, yeah, that was a beautiful massage, but what else was going on? I knew there was something <laughs> else going on. And she said, oh, I was doing Reiki. 
Well, Reiki was new to me. I had never experienced it before. I didn't really know anything about it. So I said, you know, from now on, instead of coming over and doing a massage, can you just do Reiki? I mean, it, it was amazing how much better I felt. Anybody who has uh, many of the chronic illnesses out there, you get a lot of brain fog, you get um, deep fatigue, you know, you're always tired, your joints hurt all the time. And I didn't feel that way after, after this session with her. And I just knew that it was something special. Never thought of it as something that I would do for myself. Just thought, oh, this is great. This, you know, it feels good and I feel better after. So then we started to feel better, um, but our healing had plateaued. We were at that point, no more antibiotics for anybody. We were all on just herbal treatments. After what happened to our son, we were nervous to stay on the antibiotic route. So we were doing herbals and I would say we were probably about 80% better. We were having many, many more good days than bad days, but we were still having bad days. And one morning I woke up in, at three o'clock in the morning and sat straight up and Reiki found me. I got my calling and I just knew um, very strongly three o'clock in the morning, I had to learn Reiki. Now I understand the significance of those messages at those hours of the morning, but at the time I didn't. So I took a Reiki class and started to learn how to do Reiki myself. And then I came home from my first class and I said to my husband, you have to go and do this. So we kind of went head over heels for Reiki and worked over the next couple of years to become Reiki masters. And in the meantime, we were friends with a couple of doctors and they started sending their clients to us because they understood that there was something that Reiki could do for people that all the medicine in the world is unable to do for people, right? That energetic healing that needs to happen in order for us to fully physically heal. Mm -hmm. And our practice was born. <laughs> we really, we, we didn't sit up and think, oh, let's turn this into a full-blown practice. It just happened. Reiki really, truly found us and stayed with us through our whole journey right into remission for all three of us. So it was amazing. That is so powerful. So powerful. Amanda, sorry, I was getting a bit choked up there <laughs> listening to your story. <laughs> That's, yeah. it's just, oh my God, the, the testament to not only Reiki, but also to you and your husband and your son healing together. Because as you just mentioned there, um, we do carry a lot on the subconscious level, on many different layers, levels and dimensions. And then that can, as Louise Hay with many of her books, oh, yes. linking the physical pain to the non-physical roots. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's quite important to try and get to the root of the cause and then go from there and as you said with the way it just happened because it was in perfect alignment and it was supposed to happen that way it wasn't as if you were trying to push for something to happen it just naturally happened um, right. and I'm sure like that 
so many other people have been helped and are going to be helped from you and your husband and from your own experiences, not only the healing that um, you offer, you also offer other services as well, Amanda, Mm -hmm. as well as Reiki. Yes, we also offer biomagnetic therapy or it's also known as biomagnetic pair therapy, which is using magnets Um, on strategic areas of the body to break up blockages in the energy system and in the physical meridian system of the body. Um, Magnets are really good for people that have maybe a bacterial illness, parasites, fungus, virus, um, buildup of inflammation in different areas of the body. And it works by neutralizing um, acidity or too much alkalinity in the body. It neutralizes the pH, which makes it inhospitable for these things to continue to thrive. So that was another modality that we used while we were healing from Lyme disease. And it just became a passion of mine to learn how to do it um, with other people. And because of my training in Reiki healing, Um, For any of your listeners that are, you know, Reiki trained, you understand that you're working in that quantum energy field. There is no distance, time, or space. You can send that energy on any plane. Yeah. So I combined how I do my Reiki work with my magnet work. So I actually work um, virtually and and distance with magnets as well and our clients love it um, because that you know they can feel the healing power of that and they don't have to leave the house that's amazing and it's um also great the way it walks along um reiki also walks along so many other healing modalities Um, would you say that it would work even better with other healing modalities and you putting in the other steps that you need to take as well on whatever it may be if it could be um, a buildup of what you were saying, fungus or um, swelling, would there be steps that that person could take and then you do a session on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Reiki is amazing because I think that in the beginning, it's so nice to receive Reiki sessions when you're healing. So that way the practitioner can really help to create, I call it energetic neuroplasticity, right? To start to create that energy pattern in a person's body that maybe that energy pattern has been, has been jagged for a very long time. People can feel energetically when things aren't flowing. So I think in the beginning, it's wonderful to work with a practitioner and have them help you create that flow again so that you can feel that energy going through. But I think that there's a point and and I reach this with clients and I tell them that it's time for them to take back over the sovereignty over their own energy and to learn how to do Reiki themselves. Even if it's just taking a level one and never going further than that, I think it's so important for people to understand their energy system so that they can, and and I tell them, I'm gonna teach you how to decode what your body is telling you. 
because a lot of us, we understand when, say, our solar plexus is, is off. off. Right. Because we feel it in our digestion or, you know, and that's all self-worth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we take them back. Think about when somebody said something horrible to you. Yeah. How did that feel? And you feel it in your solar plexus. We, we have an expression here in America, and I don't know if you have this expression over in Europe, but we say, I feel like I was punched in the gut. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, you feel it in your solar yeah. plexus. So we teach people how to decode these messages and then how to use Reiki to remove those negative feelings straighten the energy out and let it flow for the people that practice other energy modalities we teach our students how to combine those modalities because we feel that reiki is such a beautiful gateway because yeah. the energy is so pure and it's safe nothing yeah. bad is going to happen Ever. to them because of reiki yeah. so we really teach people how to combine the modalities that they're using so that it can be a more well-rounded experience for them. And then they can help others through the gifts that they have because everybody has gifts of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. But we like to teach them how to bring that out in the world mm -hmm. and, and help others. And for us, Reiki is really that gateway of how to do that. Definitely. That's amazing. And I feel what you said there is so powerful as well, Amanda. It is really important for people to learn to get in touch with their body, with their energy, and also have their sovereignty to heal themselves. Not that there's anything wrong with getting healing off anyone. And I would, I've recommended it myself because before I even went on mine, I got some Reiki sessions too clear up and you know um but as you said to do it yourself even if it was just level one for self-healing and even if you didn't want to take it any further at least you have that gift of knowing your energy fields knowing how to clear things out absolutely so, yeah it's it's really really amazing and i think it's really amazing also that your husband um was so on board we're going to get tuned to it as well, mm -hmm. you know, because um, not everybody is. <laughs> but I think everybody should be probably attuned to at least level one Reiki, um, yeah. you know, just to, as you said, know your body. And know Absolutely. The beautiful. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, Amanda. The beautiful thing about my husband and I doing it together was that we, we realized that we each had special gifts that were different from each other, yeah. but they complement each other. So one of the services that we started to offer was a Reiki session with both of us at the same time. Oh, really? His, yeah. His energy is very connected to spirit. He has a very deep personal relationship with God and he really, you know, for the people that want that deeper connection, he, he can help facilitate that for people. For me, I've always been a very science-minded person. I love studying the human body and how the organs work. And so for me, when I do my work, I'm very tuned into 
What is the body telling me? What's going on with the liver? What's going on with digestion? You know, and so I'm looking at the body medically and mm-hmm. he's looking at the body very spiritually. So when people work with us together, we're each doing our, our own special touch and people are blown away with how powerful it is for them. Um, you know, and we have, you know, our own individual clients that, you know, they, they might resonate with one of our energies more than the other, but we do have some clients that will work with both of us every time. They just love the experience. That sounds amazing, Amanda. It sounds like a really powerful session. And as you said, it's like a balance of both mm-hmm. of the spiritual and the physical. And like that, we do need both. <laughs> we need Absolutely. a balance. <laughs> yes. That, that is amazing. And um, you, have you, do you do classes and stuff like that as well, Amanda? Yeah. We do um, with, you know, we used to only do classes in person. And of course, in this new world that we're in, we, you know, I know that there's some controversy about online classes out there, but we've really leaned into what we felt um, Asui Sensei would have wanted Reiki to become, Mm -hmm. you know, he only lived for four years after he rediscovered Reiki. So he didn't get a chance to see what happened with this beautiful modality. Um, And for us, we really felt like he wanted everybody to be able to experience this and make the world a better place through this healing gift. So we started to teach virtual classes um, a few months ago now, and it's really opened up our, our practice with people. We have people now from, well, right now, the United States, all over the United States, um, we have students. And it's just, it's been beautiful because there are, you know, and I've been to Ireland, you know, just like there are areas where it's not as accessible to no. go to an in-person class. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody lives hours away. Yeah. And, you know, here in the United States, you know, there are people that live in the middle of the country and, you know, just the nature of things, you're not going to find a Reiki practice in the middle of farmland. Yeah. So, you know, it's opened it up so that those people have a place to go to learn how to do this beautiful gift. So it's been fun to get to know people from all over the country. would love to work with people all over the world. Um, but we teach level one, two, and three. We teach it very traditionally the way that, you know, um, Master Asui and, you know, Dr. Hayashi and Mrs. Takata taught. We have, you know, we take our students in as mentors yeah. and, you know, we do level one and then you have to wait a little bit before you do level two. And then you have to wait a little bit before you yeah. take your master class. you know, but we, we have a mentor program along the way. We do Reiki shares, which is when all of the practitioners come together and they can practice on each other. And we do this virtually because we use distance Reiki yeah. during it. Um, and then, um, we have a study group for those that want to become Reiki masters, where we just talk about different topics each time. Like it's a very, it's a very deep program, which we didn't see a program like that, Mm -hmm. um, here, like when we researched, so we created it 
because we just felt like we wanted to offer something that could really um, deepen somebody's relationship with this energy. And, and we weren't finding that out there in other programs. So we created it. Yeah, totally, Amanda. Just picking up off what you've said there. Um, even when I was learning my Reiki, um, they said the same thing. Reiki is made to be adaptable and adjustable mm -hmm. in the times that we're in now. And as you know, with distance sessions, there is no time and space. You're mm -hmm. connected with that person in the room, <laughs> you know, so there is not. And not only that, we are in the age of Aquarius. So mm -hmm. we are going into this technology age, you know, there's no getting away from it. Like even the children these days are doing their homework on apps and not on a pen and paper or, or like skill copies. Um, so I think virtual is the way to go. And as you said, like even with myself, with the distance sessions that I do, you meet people all over the world. Whereas mm -hmm. if you are doing an in-person session, you're probably going to be doing it on somebody in that location or not too far away. But as you said, doing it distantly, you're meeting people all over the world where you probably wouldn't never have that chance to connect so in a way it's kind of seeing the silver lining in all of this <laughs> and with the practice and business that you and your husband have tailored so to speak to adjust and cater to yes. what's going on and I like as well the way that you say that the after the level one they wait for a little bit and then wait for a little bit with the level two because you really do need that 21 days after the level one and then i found myself you need a bit longer after the level two i know everybody's different but it's it's to uh take the time and get used to the energy as well and the journey and right where it well, takes you and that 21 days, especially after the level one, it's so important because for a lot of people, they, they are trying to heal themselves. And as that 21 days goes along, they realize that they're, they're getting to deeper levels of their healing during that time. So some of the programs out there where they teach level one in the morning, and then you have lunch break, and then you learn level two, I, I just think that that is very hard for students because they don't have that time to learn how to heal themselves. So then they're trying to integrate these attunements and they're having a hard time integrating that new level of energy in their body but then they're told, okay, well, now you know how to do distance Reiki and, you know, you yeah. can do Reiki on other people, but they're still trying to work on healing themselves. Definitely. And I think that's really hard, you know, and in that 21 days, you know, for level ones, we have our mentor program, which is included in our tuition. And we tell our students, if questions come up, please contact us. You know, that's what a Reiki master is supposed to do. Yeah. They are supposed to guide that student. They are supposed to energetically hold that student's hand and help them to understand this new energy 
that is being brought into their body from that conduit. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people that it's a very um, emotional process because they're shedding all of those layers of healing that they've needed to do, you know, whether it's, you know, emotional pain that they've had or a physical illness that they're living with. And I think that there needs to be time in between, which is how it was traditionally taught. But I think one of, one of the harder parts of this fast world that we live in is people want to do everything very quickly. And I, I think that with Reiki, it shouldn't be that way. It should be savored and appreciated and um, just really that time given to that integration uh, for the energy to, to work in your body. Yeah, definitely, Amanda. Just before you even said integration, I was thinking integration, like it does take a while for it to balance that out and like to even start working with it, like, and then to like go on to your level two and start doing it distantly, start doing it on other people. And even the rise in the difference in level one, level two and level three, like that you do, I feel, need the time because especially I've seen people that offer level one, two and three together. And I was mm. just thinking, oh my God, like how would one body <laughs> go through <Right>. that? <laughs> well, and I find that a lot of times those are the people that, you know, they almost have a breakdown uh, because yes. it, it's be a so lot. much. It is so much for, for them to take. And plus, you know, there's the Gokai and, you know, learning those pillars of Reiki and really taking it into your heart. What, what were the intentions of our Reiki masters? What were they trying to teach us? And, you know, just thinking about what it means to connect to that source energy. energy. You know, so many people are wondering, you know, what does life mean? What, did it, what is it all about? And for me, I found that my spirituality deepened, you know, by being able to connect with that source energy, mm -hmm. whatever that source energy is for a person. Some people it's God, some people, it's they just source. call it source, you know, uh, universal energy. It, it doesn't matter what you call it, but it's that collective that we're all part of that, you know, we try to help our students understand what that means to be connected, we are connected to each other through that source energy. And I think that Reiki helps people to find that place that they belong yeah. in the universe it, on planet earth. Like, you know, now they understand after being Reiki attuned, they understand why other people's emotions affect them so much or why the climate, you know, the, the political climate of the world makes people sway in their yeah. moods, right? Um, because we are all part of that collective, but we also teach energy hygiene. This is how to make it so you can discern what energy you want to let into your space and what energy you need to keep out. You know, that energetic protection mm -hmm that comes from Reiki, I think is something that's so important to learn. And if you're doing it all, you know, level one, two, and three in one day, these are the points that I think are missed. Yeah. And they're, they're quite, as you said, quite important points, like, because as we know, most 
most spiritual beings that are under awakening are empaths, you know, and yes. you're taking on so many emotions, not only from people in that area, but also of the actual area itself, even of the, what happened on the land, you know, it's just so much. And then you're trying to use your own discernment on why am I feeling like this? Is this me? Is this somebody else? And as you said, with the Reiki, learning how to clear yourself, learning how to make sure that everything's in alignment. Um, it's just a gift that I think everybody should have in their life. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. And um, could I ask you a little bit on how the biomagnetic um, therapy works? Sure. Amanda? The, so for biomagnetic therapy, how I do that is I, I modified it. Um, it's taught a very different way, but I do it in a way that works for me because I just sense energy differently than somebody that goes to the big formal trainings. Yeah. Um, I use energy sensing to detect where the blockages are in a person's body. And those blockages are in energetic meridians of the body, which if you, for those of you who um, know the energy system of the body, you know, we have the chakras, which is, you know, like the bundles of energy that go from head to toe. And, you know, there's a gland and a group of organs that are associated with each chakra or each energy center. But then there are meridians that come off of that. So the meridians, you know, travel down and through, they might go, you know, down your arm, you know, through your chest, they kind of work off of those chakras, but they're those extensions. So I can sense when there are blockages in those energetic meridians. And then what I do is I put a magnet at each end of those meridians. The magnets talk to each other. And as they're talking to each, because you know you use the polarity of the magnet, as that polarity bounces off each other, it breaks up any of those disturbances that are in the energetic meridian. So those disturbances are physical in nature. They're parasites, bacteria, fungus, virus, yeah. or inflammation. And then the pH, the, 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 um, the acidity or the alkalinity is then neutralized. And it makes it so that it's inhospitable for those things to continue to live in that area. So where I work with so many people that have Lyme disease or different microbial illnesses, this therapy is very effective for them because it can start to eliminate these things that are living in their body. And we can, you know, we're detecting things that you can go and get all of the medical tests that you want and you can treat for whatever those tests tell you you have. But sometimes your body is trying to fight things that the tests are not showing. And these are the things that, you know, the people that aren't getting better these are the frustrations that they run into. Well, I'm taking all of the medications. I'm doing all the things that my doctor's saying to do, but I'm not getting any better. So, you know, we start using Reiki. They're healing those, you know, those emotional things, those, you know, different imbalances in their energy system. Then, you know, sometimes we've got to bring in magnets. There's, you know, there's something physical yeah. that we're missing. 
And the magnets are really good, like, because I'm communicating with your body. I'm giving your body a chance to say, this is where I have a blockage. So then we start working on things with the magnets and all of a sudden their medicines are working better and they're starting to feel better because we're finding those things that there might not be a test for. Yeah. So it's, it's a really effective modality. I, I like it to work, you know, I, I use Reiki and magnets with a lot of my clients because Reiki is so good for healing the energy system, helping with the emotions that come up in illness. It can work on the physical things too, but it's really good for that emotional and energetic healing that we need to do. Now, magnets is the exact opposite. It's excellent for the physical things that are going on. Those, you know, those tangible things that we can see, you know, the viruses and bacteria and things like that. They can work on the emotions a little bit, but it's really better for the physical things. So when you combine those two modalities for, you know, a client during a session, they're going to get some deep healing during that session. Now, I don't always do both of them during the session. Sometimes I'll do one and then have them come back. I'm very good at helping a client decide how far to go in a session. That's one of the things that my clients, they, they trust me very deeply because for anybody that has, especially Lyme disease, I work with a lot of people with Lyme disease, they're always afraid of having a Herxheimer reaction, which is a die-off reaction, and it can make you feel very sick. Okay. I'm very good at knowing what to do to minimize the risk of them having a Herx or, or if there's going to be a Herx, I'm honest with them. And I say, this could cause a Herx, but like with magnets, that's something that can cause a Herxheimer reaction or a die off reaction. But I have different strengths of magnets. So if I have a client that's very nervous, we use the gentlest magnet, the one that's the, you know, it, it has the least amount of power to it. So they can see how their body is going to feel and then we can slowly work our way up to stronger magnets. Yeah. So that's one of the things I'm really good because I was, a, you know, a Lyme patient myself, you know, I'm in remission now and I've been able to keep remission for four years, but I remember very, very well what those feelings are about, you know, putting ourselves into a, a reaction and I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. So I, I'm very good at helping them determine what they need to do so that we don't push things too far. Amazing. And, and then do you combine the herbs with them then in some cases if needed, Mandy? Yes. One of the things that I do with a lot of people, and, and this is with any illness that people have, so often people might be working with several doctors. Each one is prepared prescribing different things. Um, so, you know, I, what I do with some, cause I do health coaching cause I'm a, a holistic health consultant and we'll sit down and we'll look at all of the things that they're taking. A lot of times a doctor will say, take this twice a day, take this three times a day. They don't always tell you to take it, you know, take it with food or, or away from food, take it in the morning or at night. You know, there's not always guidelines like that given. So for a lot of my clients, it's a matter of sitting down and figuring out a schedule of when to take the different things that they've been prescribed. Now, I don't 
I don't tell people anything when it comes to their medic, their pharmaceutical medications. Mm. I don't, I don't tell them anything with those because I'm not a physician. Yeah. yeah. So I can't advise on those, but I am an herbalist and there are a lot of herbs out there that, you know, as you take more and more herbs, they have a synergistic effect. They can amplify each other. So, you know, sometimes they're taking several different combinations of herbs and they're not feeling well. Each each combination on its own is very good. But then when you add that to the five other things that they might be taking, it makes it too much. So we look at things and we determine, you know, well, you're actually taking this herb in this other thing as well. So you're taking double the amount that is maybe comfortable for your body. So we look at things like that um, to help them to not feel overwhelmed uh, with the prescriptions that they're taking for their herbs and things like that. Like we really, I just try to help them problem solve and to remind them that their intuition is correct. I think when people are sick, they start to rely on the doctors and the different specialists that they're working with so much that they forget that they have a deep knowing inside of themselves that they need to learn to trust themselves again. Because a lot of times when somebody is sick and they're trying to figure out what's wrong, they're told by doctors that, well, there's nothing wrong with you. Maybe you should see a psychiatrist. Here, take this anxiety medicine. And it's like, we know that there's something wrong with us. We just haven't figured out what it is yet. And people start to lose their intuition. They start to think, well, maybe I am, maybe deep down I am making this up. Maybe, maybe I, I've been wrong all this time. Yeah. So a lot of what I do is teaching people to trust their intuition. And for those of us in the Reiki world, I think Reiki is the perfect way to do that because when you are attuned, you feel that energy. And that reminds us of our energy, our power, and, you know, starts to, starts that process of growth again for us if we've been shut down in our lives. That's amazing. It's like, it's a much gentler approach to sliding back into trusting your intuition and being a bit more gentler on your body. Um, Because like that, a lot of um, medications can counteract each other, especially if somebody's on a lot of them um, and they can even get confused with what medications they're supposed to be taking like because there's there's so many like you know so and it's great as you said there that you can like figure out okay you're taking this here and you're taking this here so like that's just way too much of that whereas if you weren't doing the both you you wouldn't know you'd probably just be you know, just keep taking whatever and it wouldn't be getting to the root cause of it. Exactly. So yes. that's that's really powerful. I love how you combine them all and it's um it sounds like an amazing approach to helping people get back to a hundred percent recovery in themselves and believing in themselves. That's so amazing, Amanda. And um have you got any 
experiences that you could share maybe with one or two of your clients and not, probably not too much detail as I know you can't go into too much detail right right <laughs> um you mean of their healing journey yeah like how just of their healing experience yeah sure maybe one that you can think of that stood out to you or you know Sure. One client in particular, and she was one of my first clients that I ever worked with. She had, she had Lyme disease and she was very close to remission, but there was just, there was something in the way of her being able to, to get into a full remission. And we worked together for quite a while. Um, because we could tell there was something in her energy system that wasn't allowing her to just let it out and to heal. Yeah. And um, so we did a lot of work together and, you know, we, we found that there was uh, some, some pretty deep energetic blockages from abuse that she had suffered and she had buried that so deep in her energy system that we really had to work on it, for, you know, several sessions over the course of a year. And we finally got to the root of it literally because it, it was in her root chakra that it was affected. And, you know, there was abuse trauma, but there was also, um, you know, trauma from, you know, losing a baby and just, you know, a lot, a lot of trauma in her root. Yeah. And we helped her remember that and yeah. honor and honor that. Yeah. Um, you know, because even, even being hurt and, and our traumas, those are things that we need to honor, not for the person who did it to us, but honor ourselves for the fact that we survived. Maybe it was a hard survival, but we survived because we're strong. And, um, I, you know, I, I, I'm just putting myself right back in that room when she, you know, had those realizations and, thankfully we were in the healing center alone that night and yeah. you know her root or her throat chakra had been blocked quite yeah. often she couldn't use her voice you know she she wouldn't speak up for herself and i had her yell you know several times um you know i'm i'm not going to be abused anymore this doesn't have power over me anymore and i had her yelling it and we were both in tears because it was a beautiful moment for her and for her healing. And shortly after that, she went and became Reiki one attuned. Um, and she's been a Reiki two for a couple of years now, but, and she, she just uses it for herself, but to watch the person that has come out of those ashes has just been absolutely amazing. I mean, she was afraid to travel. She, you know, she was just very fearful yeah. and, you know, she's gone all over the world since being able to heal. And it's been amazing. She sent me a, a text message on one of, while she was away on one of her trips. And she said, you know, I just want to let you know, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. I'm standing in a crowded place with people all around me. And I wouldn't have been able to do that before. So that's that, amazing. That's, that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Just really see the power of Reiki and how it can turn somebody's life around. 
Yeah. That is amazing. And it as well, Amanda, just as you mentioned there, not only do we carry the trauma that we've been through in this life, but we are also carrying it from past lives as well. That oh, absolutely. <laughs> don't realize. And then also linked to our ancestral bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I remember I've heard, I heard before of a woman that was um, fearful to have go through childbirth in this lifetime. And she didn't know why. She had no reason to be. She was perfectly healthy. She was grand, like, you know, but she just had this fear in the back of her head all the time. And um, I think she then found out after a while that it was her grandmother or something um, back in the day had trouble with childbirth mm-hmm. so she was kind of carrying that on that pattern without even realizing it like you know so yes. it, it's it's crazy as you said the amount of healing that I can do and turn somebody's life around and make them be their best self help them be their best self their best version and or remind them yeah yeah not let them um bring the past and keep replaying the same stories and the same hurt because as I always say that was just a chapter in your book you know it's it's not now and it's not where you're going to go like so um it's so powerful so powerful Amanda and that, that sounds really really amazing can you um tell the beautiful souls where to find you and your email and your website and i will link it as well underneath the podcast description sure our website is dollholistichealth.com and it's d-a-h-l and um, our favorite place is instagram so if any of you are on instagram and if we touched your heart in any way during this interview we'd love for you to shoot a quick story and Link, uh, you know, link us. We're Doll Holistic Health on Instagram and give us a follow and, and um, let us know what you thought of the episode because we're really excited to be here and we want to get to know all of you. Um, and my email address is amanda at dollholistichealth.com. And our DMs are always open. We, you know, we're real people. We write <laughs> back. We don't have an assistant writing back. Like we, we handle all of our own things. So, um, and, you know, just getting to know the, the community out there is just amazing for us. It's our favorite part is helping, you know, figuring out how we can help people to, you know, just be happy and whole in their life. So we love to hear everybody's stories. Oh, amazing, amazing, Amanda. And I will leave all of them links underneath the podcast so the beautiful souls can um, go and check you out. And thank you so much for coming on. And I would love to have you on for a part two for um, you and your husband, maybe, to share his story. That would be amazing, Amanda. And just thank you again so much for coming on. Your story was so powerful. Your energy is so lovely and thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to coming back and getting to know all of you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Amanda. It was a pleasure to have you here and connect with you. And um, we look forward to having you back soon. Okay. Thanks very much, Amanda. Thank you.